We know why the two Marys headed to the tomb on that Sunday morning. They were there to grieve, to visit the grave of their friend. Perhaps they brought flowers, and the smell of Easter to me is always fresh flowers. They certainly brought water, spices, and wrappings to clean and anoint the body. Ancient custom passed down from one generation to another. We can imagine how they were feeling, the weight of their grief. Their friend and teacher, the one they call Messiah, was killed as a traitor with a crown of thorns on a cross that he carried himself. I wonder if they were afraid. Imagine, they are walking towards the tomb, and suddenly, and this is all caps in my sermon, suddenly there is an earthquake. Now, I've never been through an earthquake, but I do believe that it cracks the earth open. The significance is that the resurrection of Jesus is a cosmic event changing the landscape of all creation. While the Roman guards are paralyzed with fear, the women stay. It is as if they lean into the tomb, curious to see what might happen next. Now, each gospel tells the story a bit differently. Sometimes Mary Magdalene is alone, Sometimes the women leave the tomb in fear, telling no one. But here, in Matthew's gospel, Jesus meets them along the way, encouraging them and their witness. I can imagine that journey, the journey from the empty tomb to the disciples, tripping over sore feet and gasping for breath, and trying to believe the impossible, the unimaginable. The feelings of grief, what are they now? Joy? A different kind of fear? Anticipation? Wondering? Did that really just happen? Did you see his beautiful robe? What about the sound of his voice? Did he sound the same? He said go to Galilee, right? Will anyone believe us? What if no one believes us? He is risen! Can you believe it? These women journey to the tomb with one set of expectations, ready to face their worst nightmare. And now everything has changed. They carry within them a living promise. Jesus is raised. Christ is alive. They will never be the same. Their friends will never be the same. Their world will never be the same. Everything is transformed, cracked open by the power of the resurrection. Every year we celebrate these events with our own customs and traditions. And every year is marked by the realities of our lives. This year, Our festival carries within it, among many other events, last Friday's tornado. Some of us have come very close 
to the transformative power of a weather event. Now notice I did not call it a cosmic event. But cosmic or not, it certainly left its mark on our community and many of us. Any one of us can recall a moment or a time or an event that changed us. When we enter into this cathedral or any church, we bring these moments our whole lives with us, and we anticipate that Jesus will respond, that Jesus has something to do, something to say in our lives, and we wonder what that will be. Truly, we live in a world where tornadoes do not bring cosmic angels with good news. Yet, day after day, we hear stories of those who are able to respond. We might even call them angels. We are witnesses. Witnesses of the human capacity to overcome all that threatens to divide us. We are witnesses of the human capacity to grieve, suffer, and care for each other. Christ yokes himself to our humanity and makes us witnesses of Christ's ministry in and through us. This is the mystery of Easter, that Christ dwells in us and we in him. Ultimately, the gospel is not concerned with proving the resurrection. The gospel is a witness to the significance of the resurrection for all of creation. It is God's marvelous word spoken into the midst of despair and disaster, the depth of pain and the numbness of human brokenness. It is Death transformed into life. Despair and disaster overcome by community. Grief met with hope. It is revelation spoken into our daily lives, no matter who or where we are. It is the promise that God's promise and grace meet us in all times in all places. In today's gospel, what appears to be the end is only a beginning. The empty tomb invites us into the rest of the story. The risen Christ meets the women where they are. Nothing, not even death, separates him from them or all of creation. The mercy, grace, and love of God is found in Christ's reign. Starting today, Christ's love is woven into the pattern of creation, revealing Easter joy, God's ongoing work in their lives, in our world, right here, right now. Christ's ministry will break us open, changing 
the whole landscape of our lives. It will oblige us to love our neighbors, even our enemies. It will compel us, compel us to believe that no matter what happens, Jesus is with us. And it will encourage us to keep going, to keep witnessing the risen Christ even as we confront the power of death. This is not a false optimism or some kind of empty piety. It is our prayer that the kingdom of God will draw near to us, that we will know the risen Christ and make him known. For you see, Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia.